This is Kate Boyer speaking from San Diego, California. The Attic, Keeper of the Gruesome, the Horrifying, and the Shocking. Here in the dark place, leering over a typical neighborhood street, is where the phantasma lives. The Attic is where you experience disturbing scenes shared by haunted minds and morbid souls. Tonight, in this episode of Scenes from the Attic, the year is sometime in the future. The place is a unique zoo where you'll tag along on a tour of some remarkable yet endangered species. And now, Boozehound Entertainment presents Endangered, written and narrated by Kate Boyer, directed by Phil Boyer, and made possible by our kick-ass patrons. I stayed towards the back of the crowd, shuffling along to slow my forward movement. My fingers twisted one corner of the paper ticket, lying at the bottom of my pocket. So much so, I was worried it would break off and my souvenir would no longer be pristine. My breathing had become rapid by the excitement rolling off the crowd, I knew I could control it with a single thought, and it would be. But I came here to experience the truth, and the truth deserved not to be guided by my instincts. It's funny how instincts play such a big part of who we are. Our instincts led us to stay dormant and hidden for thousands of years, and they were the driving force for the takeover. We are the ones who have brought this planet back to a vibrant, healthy condition I live in now. The greed and destruction from the past was before my time, and the stories passed down to each generation. Though from the moment I first heard the tales, I questioned them. The ancients say the all-consuming need of power was behind it all. I could not fathom how emotions could overtake a species which had lasted roughly 200,000 years and led them to destroy their own kind as well as the planet, providing everything they needed. These thoughts never left me, and they are the reason I find myself in this group, in a strange city, about to discover the truth for myself. The lottery is the only way we can enter the zoo. We all agreed on this, and so it was to be. I will experience this while I still have many years ahead of me, with time to reflect on the adventure. Once you are contacted, you're given a date, a time, and mode of transportation. We all followed the strict guidelines, for if one falls out of place, we all fall, and so it will be. An inclined line with foliage led us towards the cages. Long growls turned to slow-moving moans, followed by high-pitched whining. The same grotesque noises tumbled out one after another. The cluster before me shifted at the same time the clouds did, piercing us with the sun's rays, and I found myself in the middle guided by a leader and heading to the pens. I could not contain my excitement and darted between everyone. My first interaction came with a sudden quietness. My eyes absorbed everything at once as I witnessed the caged ones, all turning to soak in the heat. I spied one watching me until he slunk back into the shadows with a backward crawl. The pale, watery blue irises spoke of a tortured soul trapped 
not by the steel bars of the enclosure, but under the layers of its pale rough skin. I had heard the caged ones knew how to talk, or at least they did at one point, but captivity brought back their animal instincts in them. Their language was all but lost, only a few, held in the dark places beneath the exhibition, could still communicate. Now the ones on display simply made noises from their throats and bare chests. The breeze brought the stench of body odor mixed with feces landing squarely on us travelers. I'm lucky enough to be here at feeding time. I was worried I would not be able to see the spectacle. The keepers opened the side door of the cage, sliding bowl after bowl across the slick floor. They went wild, pushing, elbowing, and holding back the small ones to get to the food. I was fascinated to see how a few grabbed more than one bowl for themselves. I was shocked to see one, who I had thought selfish, bring bowls of food to his gathering, or what they used to call family. Three females, a full-grown and two small ones, huddled together waiting patiently, squatting to make themselves appear minimal. I'll have to ask the observer why they make themselves irrelevant. Only using fingers, food was shoveled into their mouths. They wiped their faces with the back of their hands. Once the feeding was over, many laid together while the clouds moved back, causing a drop in temperature. After taking a step back from the chip guardrail, I took notice of the plaque hanging on the wall, and it read, From European Descent, Loss of Habitat Due to Hunting, War, and Sickness, Causing These Homo Sapiens to All But Disappear. It is estimated only 3,000 could be found in captivity currently. The droning commentary of the observer came shouting back at me. I had lost all track of the voice while staring at them in the cage. And now the group of travelers were moving on to the next set of endangered animals. I trailed after them with more questions than answers, wondering how long before we ended up behind bars. Next time, return to the attic to witness the horrors that live in the waiting rooms of a hospital in Nightmute, Alaska. This has been Endangered, part of the Scenes from the Attic series, which is made possible by our generous patrons. Become a patron today to get episodes early, plus all kinds of extras only our patron community receives. Go to patreon.com slash weareboozehound and sign up. You won't regret it, I guarantee it. Patreon.com slash weareboozehound. Scenes from the Attic is produced by Boozhound Entertainment, written and narrated by Kate Boyer and directed by Phil Boyer. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support.